0: You're listening to the VPM Daily Newscast, the recap of today's top stories in central Virginia.
1: From the VPM Newsroom in Richmond, I'm Benjamin Dolly. Governor-elect Glenn Youngkin made election integrity a central part of his campaign. As Ben Pavier reports, he'll soon have the authority to reshape the staff of Virginia's election administration. The Yunkin campaign has been tight-lipped
0: about who they'll appoint as elections commissioner, the state's top election official. Clara Bell-Wheeler, a Republican who served on the state board of elections, has talked to Yunkin's team. She says the new commissioner should be more aggressive about updating Virginia's voter rolls.
1: I mean, you've got to really go in and make sure that everything is being done according to the law.
0: Virginia currently updates its voter list every month. David Becker, with the Center for Election Innovation, says the Commonwealth has been a leader in election administration. And I hope we'll see someone in the state who re- recognizes their role is to facilitate democracy and not to try to influence the outcome. Yunkin's pick for commissioner will begin work in July. Democrats will keep a 3-2 advantage on the state board of elections until Yunkin replaces three
1: members in 2023. Ben Pavier, VPM News. Wednesday was the deadline for political parties to nominate their picks for all 133 local electoral boards in Virginia. The party that wins the governor's race also gets a two-to-one majority on the boards who choose voting sites and hire registrars. Barbara Tabb heads the Virginia Electoral Board Association. She says the partisan system increases transparency. We know we cannot have on a partisan hat when we walk into these, these electoral board meetings. And by and large, that's how it works. The appointments are staggered every year, and Tab says it's mostly Republican vacancies this round. That means Democrats will keep their majority on most boards for another year. State officials say there was a second ransomware attack affecting Virginia agencies. The first cyber attack happened on Sunday. According to the Richmond Times-Dispatch, the IT system used for managing employee payroll and timesheets at the Department of Behavioral Health and Developmental Services has been, quote, paralyzed by these incidents, for multiple days, the system used for lawmakers to draft and introduce legislation for the upcoming General Assembly session has been down as well. Virginia home care workers, immigrants, parents, and business owners are calling on U.S. Senate leaders to pass the President's Build Back Better spending plan. One part of the legislation provides funding to help older Virginians and people with disabilities continue living in their own homes. Tony Hedgepath makes just over $9 an hour as a home care worker for veterans. He spoke at a press conference yesterday about the need for additional support. The Senate must pass Bill better with significant investment in home care. And Senator Mark Warner
0: must play his part in getting this done. Care can't wait.
1: The bill has stalled in the Senate and likely won't get a vote before the end of the year. Governor Ralph Northam wants to spend $1 billion over the next two years on programs to clean up Virginia's waterways and the Chesapeake Bay. The funding is part of Northam's proposed budget. The budget still needs to go through the General Assembly early next year and be approved by Governor-elect Glenn Youngkin. If approved, the plan includes nearly $290 million to assist farmers and landowners implementing conservation practices. It also dedicates more than $230 million to repair outdated sewer and septic systems. This has been the VPM Daily Newscast. This newscast was recorded on... Wednesday, December 15th, 2021 at 6 p.m.